It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tradies News in a nutshell for this Monday morning. Hope you all had a great weekend. It didn't go too fast. And it's the 11th of July, 2022. 3-11-70 Sydney, 16-20 Gold Coast. Our new station, 693 SENQ in Brisbane. And also uh, right around Australia. This morning, uh, Maddie Cox having a couple of weeks off, so I'll be with you for a couple of weeks, and there'll be a couple of other people, I'm sure, that will uh, help Maddie get along as he has a well-deserved holiday. I saw he was off commentating the AFL on Saturday night, so a well-deserved holiday for Maddie. But Tradies News continues. Lots to get through as well this morning. What a huge weekend of sport locally, of course, here in both the NRL, the AFL, State of Origin sort of gone a bit under the radar over the past 24, 48 hours, but that's just over 48 hours away from now, a Wednesday night, the decider, the tennis. We'll get to that in just a second. And also the cricket quite delicately poised as well. Now, the number this morning, uh, the same as usual for our Sydney and Queensland listeners, New South Wales and Queensland listeners, are slightly different for our listeners uh, around the country. It's 1300 01 1170. 1300 01 1170 or 0457. 736 736. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rheem. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rheem. Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a Rheem. All right, did you stay up and watch the Wimbledon final? Now, just with the hours I work, I didn't. But from all reports, uh, Nick Kyrgios played well, but unfortunately... Uh, well, depending on your point of view, and I'll get to that in a second, maybe fortunately he went down in four sets. Now, Kyrgios won the first set, uh, 6-4, and was playing some really good tennis, but then Novak Djokovic, 6-3, 6-4, and then in the fourth set, a tiebreaker, 7-6. So ending up winning it 4-6, 6-3, 6-4, 7-6, Novak Djokovic in four sets over Nick Kyrgios. Did you stay up and watch it? one three hundred oh one eleven seventy or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. To take Novak Djokovic to four sets, he would have been happy with that. Uh, he would have been a lot happier, though, if he had won the title, obviously. And after winning that first set, I'm sure he would have thought, and a lot of other people probably would have thought, he's a chance. Um, however, it did seem to unravel in the second and third set for Nick Kyrgios. He was issued a code violation for complaining to the chair umpire as fans continue to distract him on serve. Um, and as he closed out a service game, he said, they're distracting me when I'm serving in a Wimbledon final. She's drunk out of her mind. Why is she still here? She's drunk out of her mind in the first row, speaking to me in the middle of a game. What's acceptable? Nothing is acceptable. Then he said, so kick her out. I know exactly which one it is. It's the one that looks like she's had 700 drinks, bro. Um, well, this, uh, no one was asked to leave the court as well. And I have to say, this is where I think Nick Kyrgios does go slightly wrong. Um, I know he's entertaining, um, and I think he's box office viewing, but he gets distracted very easily. And quite obviously, overnight, uh, he got distracted again. Uh, he also, a little later on, uh, furious that his coach's box were not making enough noise for him in one of the most nerve-wracking games of the match, uh, Kyrgios yelled in their direction to say something. You said nothing that whole point. Why do you stop? Just uh, 40, 40 love, 40, 15, and you just relax. Why? Uh, throughout the contest, they were on the receiving end of a lot of complaints. Uh, so your thoughts on it? 
Uh, did he play well? Did Djokovic deserve it? Obviously, he didn't. What about Novak Djokovic? Um, I know, speaking of people that split public opinion, he's definitely uh, one of them as well, especially after what occurred over the summer here. But he's, I think, one title behind Nadal now. Um, few question marks on whether he's going to be playing the US Open. And it probably raises the question now. I know we're only in July, but what happens with Novak in the Australian Open come January next year? We know the saga of last year. Does he get allowed to come back into the country? I think he was banned for about three years. Um, I, I know Scott Morrison at the time, the Prime Minister at the time, did say, uh, you know, that we can maybe work around that potentially. Um, but it's going to be interesting because, yes, wins Wimbledon, but is he going to appear in the US Open next month and the Australian Open in uh, six months' time or five months' time. Let's have a bit of a listen to what uh, Nick Kyrgios said after the match. He's tough to beat, though, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a bit of a god. I'm not going to lie. I thought I played well. Um, but, yeah, first of all, I just wanted to congratulate Novak and your team. Of course, you've won this championship. I don't even know how many times anymore. So, um, And then, obviously, um, to all the ball kids, umpires, you know, you know, I know me and you, uh, you and I have a very tough relationship at times, but I, I thought I'd thank you for putting up with it. Um, and then the crowd, it's been an amazing couple of weeks for me personally. Yeah, and he did seem to be liked. He t- tended to win over that Wimbledon crowd. So, unfortunately for Nick Kyrgios, uh, out of the Wimbledon tournament, uh, well, out, a runner-up uh, to Novak Djokovic. So, congratulations to Novak Djokovic uh, winning again. And just before we move on from the tennis, did you hear Nick Kyrgios over the course of the weekend? I think it was an interview on Channel 9 saying that if um, he was to have won against Novak overnight, he was thinking of retiring. Now, that's an interesting mindset in itself. Now, whether he was being serious, it looked like he was being serious, but whether he was, you'll never know. But it's an interesting mindset, saying something along the lines of if he was to win Wimbledon, he's got nothing more to achieve in the sport. Uh, Unfortunately for him, he did not win Wimbledon, so he probably will not be retiring. Uh, I would say, just on uh, Nick Kyrgios, he really does divide public opinion. And I really would like to hear from you this morning on 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Um, Has he won you? If you weren't a fan, has he won you over over the last two weeks? Now, I always said I enjoyed watching him. I thought he was very entertaining to watch. But has he won you over? Has he converted you over the past couple of weeks? one 300 0147 The reason I mention this is I was uh, having lunch with some mutual friends yesterday. Um, and I asked them, are you going to stay up and are you going to watch uh, the tennis? And, he, and they said, no, they can't stand him. Um, but then another friend of mine who was a bit younger than those two said, no, I love him. I'll be watching it tonight. So he really does split the public opinion. Has he won you over or do you still not like him? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170 is the way to get in contact with me this morning on this Monday morning. So Novak Djokovic once again through to a one, uh, once again, another Wimbledon win. 4-6-6-3-6-4-7-6. 21st Grand Slam and that's his seventh at Wimbledon. Quite an amazing achievement when you think about it. And he's still going to go on. We talk about the greats of the sport, Roger Federer, Nadal. He could well be the one by the end of all of their careers 
and with obviously him and Nadal still going around with the most titles. Is he the greatest ever? Would you have Novak Djokovic at the top? 0457 736 736 or 1300 Would Novak Djokovic, if you're a keen tennis fan, are you putting Novak Djokovic ahead now, even though he's one slam behind Nadal? Is he top of is he the greatest ever? I still don't think you can go past Roger Federer, but in titles, uh, he is ahead of him. Um, and he may well chase down Rafa as well. 0457 736 736 or 1300 Plenty of more reaction on Wimbledon shortly. What we will do is we'll take a break. We will come back. Uh, lots happening in the world of National Rugby League. AFL will have a look at what happened across the course of the weekend and catch you up on some of those other news stories as well. I uh, want your thoughts on the weekend of sport as well. 0457 736 736 Has Nick Kyrgios won you over? And is Novak Djokovic the best ever? Do you think he is? 0457 736 736 1300 1170. We'll take a look at the footy codes next. It's nine past five. Yeah, good to have your company on this Monday morning. Uh, 1300 1170 0457 736 736 to your calls in just a second. A text in from Dean here saying, uh, don't like the tennis and would rather watch seagulls in a car park than Nick Kyrgios. So, uh, obviously not a tennis fan, but thank you, Dean. Keep them coming in. 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170. We'll actually hear a bit from Novak Djokovic in a second. But firstly, to the open line this morning, a couple of people wanting to talk. Tennis Morris from Croydon kicks us off this morning. Morning, mate. Yeah, good morning. How are you? Very well, mate. How are you? Good, good. I think... Um there's a lot of perception out there about Novak, uh, you know, like his back status. I think that takes a lot of, uh, and his personality takes away, actually, how great he is as a tennis player. Mm. Um, I think, I think you look at his record, um, look at the titles he's won. He's won nine Australian Open, seven Wimbledon. Mm. Now, I'm just comparing that to, uh, say, Nadal. Mm. He's won 13 French Open. And have a look what he's won with the other titles. He's won three or something, three or something else. But if you're looking at consistency and looking as the greatest all-round surface player, even at the French Open, Novak Djokovic has won that title twice. He's only one who's beating Nadal three times in his prime there. So as far as that debate goes, I have no doubt that Novak Djokovic is the greatest player of all time. Yeah, and Morris, I agree with you in, a, in the sense that I think uh, people's thoughts and how they feel about Novak in terms of a personality, I think sometimes does overrule how good of a tennis player he is. And we're very lucky, and I think you'll agree with this, we're very lucky that uh, we've been in an era where we've had Fedra, Djokovic, Nadal. Murray was up there for a short period of time as well. It's just, it's just an amazing era that is still going uh, to this day, quite literally. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we're just... People have just got to put aside, I think, his um, personality um, or whatever that they've sort of got sort of some things about it. Because I listen to the radio and you hear people talking. Mm. But I think you've just got to look at his... Have a look at the tennis player himself and look what he's achieved um, and just put that into context. Because, you know, four Wimbledons in a row. I mean, in this generation, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean... You know, you've got to look at it all around. It's all around on all surfaces. I don't know if there's anyone been better. 
in my honest opinion. No, no, I understand. I agree with you. Thanks for the call, mate. Have a good day. No worries. Uh, thanks, mate. Morris uh, from Croydon there. Keep them coming in. one three hundred o one e 1170 or 0457 736 736 uh, on this Monday morning. Uh, let's go back to the open line now. And I spoke to this man uh, many times over the summer when I was hosting the overnight crowd. So good to hear from him again. Michael from Reservoir. Good morning to you. Morning, Daniel. How are you? Yes, very, very well. How are you going? Hey, uh, um, good, thanks. Yeah, I watched um, match because obviously doing night shift. And um, you know what? Um, Nick beat himself. Mm, just mm. putting it, um, yeah, bluntly. Like, yeah, he just... Um, and I think Djokovic knew that in the match. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's why Nick lost. Like, he could have beat Joker, like... He, I think he served down 30 aces, mm. um, Nick did. Mm. So, and you know he created history last night, Daniel. You know what he done? What did he do? The second um, game of the match, mm. he served an underarm. He's the first person mm. to serve an underarm in um, Wimbledon history in the men's final. Yes. You know how he does that? He's yeah. underarm. Um, yeah. Why does he do that? Like... He, does he like to be like a different cat? You know, he was doing shots last night like that players don't really do, you know what I mean? He likes to be different, doesn't he, Nick? He, he certainly does, Michael. He uh, loves being different. And I think sometimes that I think sometimes it actually does confuse uh, some of the other players. And I think I've seen a couple of other players do it over both the French Open and Wimbledon over the past uh, month or so. Uh, you stayed up and watched it. Look, he won the first set. Hey, so- um, just um, quickly, too, yep. on um, footy, being a Port Adelaide supporter, mm. uh, I was loving the um, upsets on the weekend. We're, we're only one game out of the eight, so um, it's not over yet. Like, it's very interesting, isn't it? Yeah. It's an even competition in the AFL. It certainly is. It's very even in both the NRL and AFL, I have to say. Hey, just just before I let, yeah. you, before I let you go, and we will turn yep. our attention to the footy, you watch uh, the tennis match. What was the crowd's reaction to Nick Kyrgios? Because I played a clip of Nick just before, and everyone uh, seemed to be on his side. Were they favouring more Djokovic, or were they favouring more Kyrgios? No, they were favouring more um, Nick, I reckon. Mm. Okay. Uh, they'll definitely favourite um, Nick. <laughs> you know, it's um, funny. Um, Nine didn't uh, mute um, Nick out with um, some of his words. Like he dropped the f bomb yes. a few times. <laughs> yes. Well, that's uh, not overly surprising. Michael, thank you for the call. We better move on. But uh, looking forward to having a chat with you again uh, soon on the show. Thanks for the call, mate. Yeah. Bye. Uh, Michael from Reservoir there, 0457 736 736, the text number. Or you can call, like Michael just did and Morris before, 1300 01 1170. 1300 01 1170. Just before we move away uh, from the tennis, let's just have a bit of a listen to Novak Djokovic after his win overnight. I really respect you a lot. I think you are a phenomenal tennis player, an athlete, amazing talent. I mean, you've been hearing all of that for many years. But now, you know, everything is starting to come together for you. So I'm sure we're going to see much of you in the later stages of a Grand Slam, man. And um, I never thought I'm going to say so many nice things about you, considering, <laughs> considering the relationship.
Okay, it's officially a bromance. All right. <laughs> yeah, hopefully this is a start of a wonderful relationship between the two of us. <laughs> Off the court as well. A bit of Novak Djokovic there after he won that match against Nick Kyrgios. Now, I have got a few texts. We'll get to them in just a second. But let's just turn our attention to... Um, other matters. And um, just a text here from Dean. Congratulations to Ireland beating the All Blacks rugby union team 23 points to 12. Big upset. Uh, Ian Foster, New Zealand coach, in Dean's opinion, needs to be sacked immediately. Yeah, that was a huge shock result. The Wallabies also went down to England on Saturday night up there at Suncorp Stadium. But uh, yeah, the first time they've been in the All Blacks, I think, in New Ze on New Zealand soil. And the, it just shows that the All Blacks, uh, they're a very good team, uh, but the All Blacks are beatable, just beatable. Um, but, however, uh, Ireland did it and did it very, very well on Saturday night. Uh, the Wallabies in a decider this coming weekend against England after they lost that game at Suncorp Stadium after having won the first game uh, last Saturday. Now, uh, NRL and AFL across the course of the weekend. What did you make of it? Some interesting results. Obviously, uh, when we talk about the NRL, a condensed round of the National Rugby League with State of Origin coming up on Wednesday night, and there's a bit of news floating out of there. But just through the results, Sharks 28, Storm 6 for our listeners 31170 Sydney, SEN uh, 693 SENQ, and also 1620 Gold Coast. We talked about this match on Friday morning. Disappointing result, I thought, for the Melbourne Storm. Very disappointing result for the Melbourne Storm, even though they were without some of those their stars. So with the Cronulla Sharks. Now, they've got a hard run, though, Cronulla. Uh, they beat Melbourne, but they've got the Cowboys this weekend, and then uh, they finish off, well, not finish off, but then they've got the Panthers in two weeks' time. So really, really tricky run, followed by Souths. So quite a tricky run. Now, uh, Rabbitohs 40 over the Newcastle Knights 28. Uh, Charlie Goodsir who for our listeners through those stations that normally take me, joins me usually on a Monday morning, unfortunately not feeling too well this morning. I really wanted to get him on the show because if you were listing on Friday morning, uh, his tips were the Knights to beat South by 20 plus, Edric Lee to score three or more tries and the Tigers to beat the Eels. So when he is next in the studio, uh, I will play this to him. Uh, it was an interesting game, that South Sydney-Newcastle game, though. The Knights, they looked good for certain periods of that match. And in the end, it was only a 12-point win to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Um, a good win, but I think South Sydney will still be, I don't know, a little concerned about their defence. Latrell Mitchell makes a huge difference. Um, and Lachlan Ilias, their halfback going off, I think it was the first tackle of the game, didn't really help. But the Knights, I think they would be happy enough with the effort, but they had a lot of chances to win that game on Friday night, and they couldn't do so. Uh, one game on the Saturday as well, Eels 28 over the Tigers, 20 at Leichhardt Oval. How good, doesn't matter if it's NRL, AFL, any sport, how good does a packed crowd look? And Leichhardt Oval, uh, if you're not from a rugby league state, uh, it's an old-fashioned ground, there's the hill, and it was packed on a very cold Saturday night in Sydney. And the Tigers, a bit like the Knights, they played really well as well. They were leading 12-0 at one point in time, and uh, they came back late as well to make it 28 points to 20. It was sort of just that middle period of the game. Uh, the Tigers had a player sin binned, and then that 20-minute period, about five minutes before half time, and that opening 15, 20 minutes of the second half, the Eels just ran away with it. Mitch Moses, and there's a story floating around him today, that the, floating around about him today, that the Eels want to keep him for life. Well, he is... He's a must. Um, uh, there was a lot of talk about why 
he wasn't called into origin camp instead of Chad Townsend. I dare say probably the only reason he wasn't was because of the fact that the Eels were playing uh, on the weekend just gone and the Cowboys weren't. But the Eels, they and they needed to win. Uh, they tend to lose these games where they're expected to win, but they got the win. Wasn't the best performance, but they'll be happy with it. And yesterday, Brisbane 32 over the Dragons, 18 Pretty polished performance by the Broncos. They were without about 10 or 11 of their stars, but still managed to win the game. And it's interesting where that leaves the Dragons now. I, I still think they're going to be pushing. They'll, they'll still be in and around the top eight after this weekend. They're just sitting at ninth position at the moment. But they've got a big couple of weeks coming up. Very inconsistent football team, the Dragons. So let's take a look at the NRL ladder before we get to your text and have a look at the AFL. The Panthers still lead the way on 32 points. The Cowboys in second position on 26 points. The Storm in third on 24. And also the Sharks on 24 points. Then the Broncos are fifth on 22. The Eels sixth on 22. The Rabbitohs seventh on 20. Manly eighth on 18. The Dragons just outside that top eight on 18. The Roosters tenth on 16. 16 points, as are the Raiders, the Knights and the Warriors on 12, Bulldogs on 10, Titans on Titans on 8, and the West Tigers on 8 as well. But very, very interesting. And now all teams have had those buys as well. Through the AFL results across the weekend, and any thoughts, by the way, on the Rugby League this weekend, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170, and we'll build up more to origin over the next couple of mornings. AFL back on Thursday night, top of the table, clash Geelong, and 91 over Melbourne at 63. Demons fans, uh, I know a few of them, uh, in fact, there's one here, uh, not in the studio right now, but there's one that uh, works here, loves the Demons, and is slightly concerned. Uh, they had such a good start to the season, didn't they? Geelong, you'd be happy. At 91 to 63, your take on that game. Uh, across the course of the weekend, the Swans very good against the Bulldogs. Sydney Swans 120 over the Western Bulldogs, 67. Uh, we had on Saturday, Collingwood in a close one, 88 over North Melbourne, 81. Uh, we'll go through the ladder in a second, but Collingwood at the moment sitting in sixth position. We've seen a few Collingwood fans across the course of the weekend getting a little excited. Uh, Gold Coast Suns in a thriller against Richmond. What about Richmond losing to the Gold Coast? Gold Coast Suns, 90. 94, 92, and that puts Richmond back to eighth position. Uh, Richmond fans, you would have been pretty shocked with that one, I would have uh, imagined. Uh, also across the weekend, Fremantle, 111 over St Kilda, 70. Port Adelaide, way too good for the GWS Giants, 84 to 29. And then yesterday, Essendon, in a close one, was watching a bit of this yesterday. It was going down to the wire, but Essendon, uh, too good for Brisbane. Just by 10 points, though, 100 to 90. We saw Hawthorne over the Adelaide Crows, 86 to 54. And Carlton, 116 off to Perth, 116 over the West Coast Eagles, 50. So a really, really good win there for Carlton that keeps them very much in that top eight. The AFL ladder at the moment, Geelong on top on 48 points. Melbourne and Fremantle also on 48 points. Then you've got the Brisbane Lions, uh, Carlton and Collingwood all on 44 points. The Swans are on 40 points. Richmond, they remain in the top eight despite that loss on 36 points. Outside of the top eight, St Kilda on 36. The Western Bulldogs, Gold Coast Suns, Port Adelaide all on 32 points. GWS, Hawthorne, Adelaide and Essendon on 20 points. The West Coast Eagles, poor old West Coast Eagles on eight. And North Melbourne on four. So that's just some of the news out of the weekend. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Let us get to a lot of your texts uh, now. 
Let's start with Alex saying, Dan, I don't think it matters whether the public likes or dislikes a tennis player. It's I totally agree. It's each person, person's individual choice. McEnroe was universally hated, but now he's successfully commentating on the game. Personally, I can't stand Djokovic. That's from Big Al. Well, yeah, I don't think it matters. I just It's interesting uh, to see if he has won anyone over over the past couple of weeks. Another text here, uh, Dan, good morning. I haven't heard many Richmond Tigers fans this morning. Are they all in hiding again? Uh, they're overrated this year. Lucky to make the eight. Yeah, well, I just men- made mention. Awful loss to the Gold Coast Suns on Saturday night. And Dean says, just give the NRL premiership to the Penrith Panthers now. Nobody will stop them going back to back. Yeah, well, it is going to be tricky to see anyone that could potentially be beating the Penrith Panthers, but there's a long way to go. And Yeovil Treeman also says, uh, Hi, Dan. Kyrgios' achievements doesn't really change my mind about him. Always felt he has enough talent to make it to the top, but his yo-yo behaviour doesn't make me a fan. However, uh, we'll continue to applaud his results. He is not alone with his dis- disrespectful behaviour. Whilst we need personalities, I think tennis should do more to control this. Probably showing my age, but I still rate Rod Laver the greatest ever. Only person to win two Grand Slams. And if it wasn't for the many years he was banned for being uh, a professional, we can only imagine what his telly might have been, given those Grand Slams were on either side of the ban. Thanks for the text, mate. Keep them coming in. 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 and don't forget, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles wants to help you. Australia's biggest Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Connect with Beaumont Tiles. Enter now at iCanWin.com.au. We'll take a break. Back with more. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell. Yeah, good to be with you on this Monday morning right around Australia. It is Tradies News in a nutshell. Daniel Pedro with you. Keep those calls and texts coming in. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 01 11 70 the phone number this morning, or 0457 736 736 if you want to text in. We're talking, uh, main story, of course, Nick Kyrgios, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on your point of view, uh, losing Wimbledon overnight to Novak Djokovic. Uh, as I said at the top of the show, I'd love to get your thoughts first. Did you stay up and watch the match on 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736? But also, your thoughts on Nick Kyrgios. He certainly does divide people. And he, has he won you over over the past couple of weeks? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. News coming out of golf. And we're going to speak actually to our American correspondent, Chris Perkins, tomorrow. He's actually in Scotland. So it's a hybrid report. But uh, Greg, Norman uh, doesn't uh, get to attend the dinner for the St Andrews past champions. Now, Greg Norman, who won the Open in 1986 and 1993, would have been eligible for the four-hole Celebration of Champions exhibition that takes place only at St Andrews along with the Champions Dinner. But the RNA said it contacted Norman to tell him, we decided not to invite him to attend on this occasion. The 150th Open is an extremely important milestone for golf, and we want to ensure that the 
focus remains on celebrating the championship and its heritage. Unfortunately, we do not believe that would be the case if Greg were to attend. Uh, we know he's been viewed as a disruptor in golf, as the CEO of the Live Golf Series that is paying as much as $218 million to sign former champions. Norman has described the decision as petty to the Australian Golf Digest. What do you make of all of that? Uh, do you think it is petty? 0457 736 736 1300 01 1170. Yeah, good to have your company on this Monday morning 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Text in saying, Hi Dan, the Island cricket team almost caused a second upset over New Zealand last night or overnight. New Zealand nine down, needed 20 off the last over and Michael Bracewell went 4-4-6-4-6 would have been a good double for Ireland. Yes, uh, I was listening to a bit of uh, New Zealand radio uh, this morning. Um, yeah, it was very close. They were very, very worried about it. Uh, in the end, New Zealand won by one wicket with one ball remaining and they lead that one-day series, best of three one-day series, 1-0. One so there you go. In terms of the Australian cricket team, delicately poised is probably the best way to describe it after day three of the second test. Sri Lanka at the moment uh, against Sri Lanka. Australia trailing by 67 runs. Sri Lanka lead by 67 runs with four wickets remaining. So, uh, yeah, day three done and dusted and pretty even between Sri Lanka and uh, Australia. Now, uh, on breakfast through 693 SENQ with Pat and Heels, they're going to be joined by Michael Hagen after 6am. Vossi with James Magnuson through 1170 Sydney and after 8am 693 as well and 1620 Cam Smith, Maddie Johns will join them after 8am and breakfast not too far away right around the country thank you for your company today nick kyrgios losing the wimbledon final will be the talking point and all the weekend of sport in both the nrl and the afl on your respective breakfast shows which are coming up right after the news have a good day i'll see you tomorrow Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.